mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 301 of There's No Place Say Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we're watching SG Atlantis. Yes. Season 5. Uh-huh. Episode 4. Yep. The Deadless Variations. Yes. A.K.A. I want to hold the baby. <laughs> I just like the little bookshelf, the little bookends mm-hmm. of the baby. My A.K.A. Is the dead Ellis, <laughs> aka the way Grace always spells dead Ellis? Because I don't know how to spell dead Ellis. I am so I shouldn't be as proud as I am about that bad pun. It dead came to me while walking the dog at like six o'clock in the morning. That's that's always the best. The dead Ellis. We're gonna do one of these. Yeah. Our our camera went fuzzy. <laughs> I am laughing at my hair How so badly. How have you been? Uh, I have been good. I competed at another Highland Games like yesterday. Yes. It'll be the last one for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know my final scores yet because I wasn't paying attention. Sure. But I'm pretty sure I got three or four personal records. Hell yeah, that's all that matters. And I still have one event that is the bane of my existence. Growth, baby. <laughs> I want it so badly. I hate that feeling. So I got fourth out of... I think 10 women. That's pretty good. Can't remember if it was 10 or 11 or so, but You're I got fourth place. Your class. It was a good day. Uh, I got only mildly sunburned, which is an That's accomplishment for day. me. Yeah. Uh, I, ha- I I carried with me a sun umbrella because I'm that person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the earlier this week, I... So I have been introducing bartender husband Nick to mm-hmm. Picard. Okay. He's very into it. Interesting. And that just caused me to just start watching TNG over again. <laughs> so I'm in season two of TNG rewatch. I can't tell you how many times I've rewatched all of Star Trek because I guarantee you I will proceed to just go straight into DS9. Yeah. Straight into Voyager. That makes sense. That that absolutely makes sense. <laughs> That's how I roll. I may fit Enterprise in there somewhere because I've seen Enterprise less than the other series except for the original series because I don't watch it. Come at me. I don't watch it. I, I think in my Swiss cheese watches mm-hmm. of Star Trek, it's because that's what I call them now, yeah. I've watched like 60% of all of the shows, Yeah, but not 100% of any of the shows. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, and also not in order in any way. Not in any order. Sometimes I feel like I watch the same episode over and over and over and over again. I feel the same way about shows that are frequently on in our house that I'm not always the person who starts them. Yeah. Like Community. Yeah. Or... Uh, what's another one? Futurama. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, we keep watching it and there's episodes. And I'm like, I've never seen that episode. And we've watched through the se- That's series That's the cool so part times. about, like, having someone else that watches TV in your home. It's like having old school terrestrial television where yeah. something's just on. Uh-huh. And you're like, I guess this is what I'm watching now because yeah. it's what's on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exciting times. Um, And that's... uh Oh, I... I'm finally starting a really, really big sewing project. Nice. Um, 
If you want to watch the progress, you can follow my Instagram at Infinite Nix. Do it. Uh, and I also started another quilt. Because, because you don't have enough crafts going. I don't have enough projects, yep. so I just accidentally started a new one. Sometimes I just like to sit quietly after work, I, genuinely. I I don't know. I don't know what I don't. I, <laughs> I, I don't. don't. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know how to do. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I will sit now for So you will sit quietly and just have a moment. Uh-huh. I'll do that, but I'll be sewing. Yeah. Like, that's my mindful practice. Yeah. No, sometimes I just have to sit quietly after work with it's a, with the silence and dogs. Mm-mm. Because brain going too hard all day. I think that's the nice thing. My mind does go blank when I sew. There you go. That's like, that's nice. what I mean. Like, it becomes my mindful yeah, yeah, yeah. practice because I just get to be redundant okay if that makes sense yeah you're doing busy work if yeah you will, for your brain my brain gets to go do <laughs> see mine's like <laughs> and so that's why i have to take the quiet moments because the brain just makes sounds hi <laughs> I'm also in this photo. Okay, what I did this week, because no one's going to ask me. No, just kidding. I um, was about to. <laughs> I watched The North Man. I'm very excited to see this. It is. <laughs> What's this? What is? I forgot his name again. Eggers. Eggers. The guy who did The Witch um, and some other stuff. Nope. Uh, that's the guy who made this movie. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. Is is. You have seen this, but I, I was like, I don't know how to say this without spoiling it. You already know the story. I'm sure I do. But it takes a minute to go, oh, <laughs> this is this story. Yeah. But aside from that Viking shit. I'm not going to lie. The Viking shit's the main reason I want to see what, it. Yeah. Because I love the whole aesthetic. This, But the story's clever. It's yeah. like, it's clever, cleverly disguised story that we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved my feet, but I can't move my feet because there's a fuzzy creature below nope, me. Not allowed. Not allowed to move. And you, no, my waist down cannot move for the next yeah, hour and a half. This is where you are now. Yeah. You don't need your legs. Nope. Um, oh, been playing a lot of Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. Um, spoilers. If you're playing, I gotta do this. Okay. I think I'm like 20% into the game. Maybe 30%. Yeah. So if you're if you're not that far ahead. Close your ears holes. Close your ears holes for a second. I've made it to the ruins of Las Vegas. Yeah. You're searching for something called codename Poseidon. Uh-huh. Which should have given me... A warning. Yeah. It's all underwater. Vegas is not in a place in the country that should be underwater. Unless we destroy the world with global warming. Well, but still, like, it's not... Yeah. That's... Well, so what happens is, it's still a desert, but Mm -hmm. you have to go into one of the casinos, and a lot of things have flooded because we force water into places where we shouldn't force water as human persons. Cool, 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 cool. It's still creepy as fuck. Well, uh, Vegas today can be creepy as fuck. Yeah, so imagine all of those creepy as fuck, no no windows to the outside world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's full of water. That's fine. And creatures that want to kill you. That's fine. But... 
uh, swimming things are always difficult in video games. Yes, I actually there. So we we finished. I don't think I mentioned we finished. It takes two. Oh, cool. And there is a level in that game that has some underwater mechanics. Yeah. And that was the one part of the game where I'm like, fuck all of this. Yeah. I, I'm not <laughs> interested in... Because there's now this water feature. Yeah. I am not interested in 100%ing this game. <laughs> I'm going to do the things I have to do to progress the story. And I'm going to get the fuck out. I do not like. Yeah. And there's a lot of like... And I knew this was going to happen. There's a lot of areas where it's like, oh, ruins that are underwater, ruins that are underwater. Yeah. And I was like, I'll wait till I get a rebreather because yeah. that will happen eventually, which I've gotten now that I'm here. Yeah. And I've done this part of the story. But I'm like, I don't want. I don't. I hate swimming. Swimming uh, is dumb. It's like the creepy open water situation, too, where you're just like, I'm surrounded by nothing except darkness. Mine is more of just I find the mechanics more difficult. They to, can be. Yeah. I will give them credit. These ones are not so bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm still traumatized by PlayStation 1's Tomb Raider, where like swimming <laughs> was the upside down of what you thought it was. Yeah. No alike. Um. But it's still not it's still not great. Yeah, <laughs> I just it's it's the directional and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, and I just yeah. get the adding the gets, up and the down option. Not great. Oh okay, because there's and there's a game coming out later this year I'm very excited about, but I am slightly worried that there's gonna be a lot of spacey shit in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's essentially instead same. of into water, yeah. it's in space. Same con yep. Yeah. Uh otherwise so it's still a really fucking cool game. I Yay. do love its take on it's subtle reminder that we shouldn't fuck with our Earth. I feel like yeah. the podcast comes out after the weekend after Earth Day. It feels appropriate. Yeah. Hey, man. Don't fuck with the Earth. Don't destroy our Earth. It's Don't make me quote Carl Sagan's pale blue dot at you. Oh, I'd do it. Because I will. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all I got. I will eventually start Horizon Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon yeah. Zero Zero Dawn. It's again, we can either have the PlayStation or the Xbox sure. plugged in at a time. Yeah. And we're in an Xbox world right now. So yeah. when we get back to a PlayStation world again, I will start it. You'll you're gonna love if for nothing else, if you get to a point where you're like, I'm probably not gonna play it. I'm just gonna tell the story. At you. We're just no. gonna do a tangent cast where I tell the story at you. <laughs> I will get to it. We okay. just have to we just have to be in that place where we yeah, change yeah, yeah. inputs. Yeah. Until we somehow get a second screen over where we maybe hit. we do a first play replay maybe pod because we used to have two screens next to each other uh -huh. so we could play like two different things but we moved the TV and there's no place to put that second screen there anymore yeah 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 so we have to figure out how to adult with two screens again because so I do hard. miss it yeah I miss having two to screens be a human. August 1st, 2008. <laughs> Speaking of being tough times to be an adult. Um, yeah. Just this episode, nothing about the date specifically. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Written by Alan McCullough, directed by Andy Makita. So the working title for this was The Flying Dutchman. Oh, I know that name. You do know that name, and it fits this episode perfectly because that's a ghost ship yeah. that was said to be doomed to sail the world forever, not be able to ever port uh, the sight of her was a bad omen. Yep. Uh, and well known to modern audiences uh, from the Pirates of the Caribbean films, yes. and it's Captain Davy Jones. I think there might have been a Flying Dutchman reference in DuckTales, guys. There probably was a Flying Dutchman in reference Duck in DuckTales. Woohoo! 
I forgot about that. Wait, I just want to enjoy the flying Dutchman. Okay. I just like how creepy they are. They're okay. so creepy. And yeah. so a lot of the times, um, when it's been said to have been seen type thing, you know, there is, there is some, guys, there's some really fucking weird, like, optical illusions that can happen when oh, yeah. you're like at dusk or dawn and when the sun's in the right place with the reflections of the water and the sky and like there's some weird shit that can happen. And you can see for a while yeah. and you're loopy and uh-huh. scurvy and, and scurvy and scurvian and seasicknessing and but yeah. yeah. There's some there's some crazy There's a shit. lot of rum happening. But I do like I would I like the concept of flying dutchman as applies to this episode. I do the like ghost it. ship that can never port and it, it it makes the it makes the reason we're drinking rum more purposeful it now. does so we're drinking we did this on purpose a variation of a dark and stormy yes um it is extremely spicy ginger beer mm-hmm. that stabs you in the face a little bit which is how i prefer my ginger beer yeah with some uh with some spiced rum and instead of lime just a little bit of triple sec just to you know ward off scurvy because I'm pretty sure triple sec has no citrus in it, so nope. we're not scurvy. But it's just, yeah. The Deadless Dutchman is the name of this drink. There you go. Triple sec. Yep. Sailor Jerry. Yep. And strong ginger beer. Like, like the spiciest of ginger beers. This is not ginger ale. This no. is not standard ginger beer. This is like fucking ginger attack. Yeah. <laughs> just how I like it. Ginger attack. <laughs> That sounds like a red-haired wrestler. I'm down for it. Red ginger attack. Okay. I really like it. She's in, um, oh, fuck. What was the name of the show on Netflix with the red, with the red, Glow. She's in Glow. Yes. Yeah. She is definitely in Glow. Yeah. So we start the episode as a meeting is ending. Yeah. And McKay is pretty sure that Taylor's hiding the baby from him. I want to say real quick, yeah. I love that there's no previously on because it nope. tells me, hey, this is an incompletely encapsulated episode. Yep. Have fun. Don't don't worry about the fact that you don't remember anything, Grace. Bye. I love it. Okay. Um, baby. Give me the baby. Apparently, maybe Taylor is slightly avoiding him <laughs> because he maybe or maybe not dropped him. As McKay tells the story, look, he jumped out of his arms. And how much damage can you do to a baby? It was only two feet. I like that he's basically like, I only dropped it a little. I only dropped a baby. <laughs> Look, McKay was dropped in his head a dozen times, and John's like, well, that explains things. So many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only dropped it a little. I only dropped <laughs> the baby, like, a couple feet. Mm-hmm. The newborn. Babies, babies land on their feet, right? They're yeah. like, like cats? Especially when they're, like, a few months old. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're made of rubber at that point. I will admit, I do understand a little bit, a little bit of McKay here because here's the thing: no, he doesn't like kids. Yeah. However, everyone else gets to hold the baby. He does at the end. I feel like he pretends not to like kids because he does seem to enjoy the baby. It's very strange. Yeah. It's almost like for him, he doth protest too much. It's also like, well, the baby likes me. Well, yeah, which is always nice. He's also he. I feel like he's someone who's like, no, kids are cute. I get bored with them I in don't need about one. five minutes because they yeah, can't yeah, talk yeah. back. Yeah, understood. Yeah, it's the reason I struggle with goldfish. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, but, but then I'm they like, just swim in circles. Okay, bye. Now I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. You go back to your little you just, skull. Yeah, you live in a thing, and all you do is hello. Swim in you live in a square. 
Exactly. How are you today? <laughs> and they swear. never answer back. They don't. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> they do not have very good communication skills. I mean, not human to goldfish, no. No. Definitely not bonded the way humans and dogs no, are. No, they're, yeah. they're not. <laughs> they cannot lay on my foot yeah. like a certain dog currently yeah. is. And then yell at passerbys for talking. Oh, my God. So the converse... What if you had a guard goldfish? It what just... if it, like, knew how to hit all the right buttons on Alexa? Or, you know, okay, so here's the thing. They have been able to train dolphins yep. to communicate in English because totally we're too lazy. Like, yeah, yeah, go, yeah. Wait, go, go with me here. Go with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're too lazy to learn dolphin. So we taught dolphins English. And what they did is they, uh, they've essentially had, like, a dolphin keyboard under the water. Okay. And they could punch out simple sentences yeah, with their yeah. nose. So I'm thinking... Is we can have the equivalent little SOS button from a goldfish. Yeah, buddy. teach the goldfish no to one hit would a ever button. Know. No. It's a silent alarm. What a great like object, a goldfish. Yeah, I like the idea that the goldfish swims backwards like Homer Simpson into the bushes <laughs> and, then and like backs up into elbows the... <laughs> with its fin, the little button, so nobody sees her do it. Yeah. Bro, no one's looking at you anyway. You're a goldfish. You're a goldfish. You're already stealth. And you already and you get you don't get one of the fancy pretty goldfish. You just get Plain like old like like one at a fair goldfish. Yeah, I was gonna say I landed a ping pong ball <laughs> yeah. in his bowl, uh-huh. goldfish. Yep. Yeah, he's rough and tumble. He's, he, he's he's ready to go. He's scrappy. Yeah, he's gonna leap out <laughs> of his tank. One fin yeah. is like shredded a little yeah, bit. It's like I don't even care. He has like a scar yeah. over an eye. <laughs> It's like I've seen some shit. Okay, maybe goldfish are cooler than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about Rodney and the baby. Yeah. It makes, I mean, there's a natural progression from yeah. Rodney and the baby to like the fighting thug goldfish. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, anyways, the conversation, both conversations are saved when Chuck lets him know that there's a ship in orbit. Uh huh. Which surprises everyone because there was no hyperspace window. There was no early detection of the ship. Nothing. It just showed up in orbit. Ta-da, I'm here. I'm ship. And even more weird, it's the Daedalus. Which is currently on its way back to Earth. You're not supposed to be here. No. John tries to reach out to them. There's no response. Which makes sense to McKay as he also finds no life signs aboard. Yeah. So the big question is, is... Why is no one alive and how the fuck did it get here? Super important questions. Credits. It's always unnerving when someone or something shows up where they shouldn't be anyway. Yes. We we had a friend that <laughs> Jesse and I were going to meet over a Zoom call. Well, uh-huh. actually Discord, but you know what I mean. FaceTime me. On Wednesday. And then he's like, hang on a second. And then I heard a voice outside of our house. <laughs> and I was like, I think, I think Brand was here. I should go put on pants. <laughs> Guys, don't show up at my house and announce because I'm not wearing pants. I mean, I've done it before, but... I mean, I'm, it's you. I'm not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might also show up without pants. So, like, the Daedalus is lucky that everyone's wearing pants. <laughs> they are. Yeah. The Daedalus is. <laughs> lucky, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they fly a jumper there. Uh, full team is aboard. Now the tail is back in full action. And yeah. Chuck lets them know that they did get word from the SGC. And absolutely, the Daedalus is in the Milky Way and like yeah. two days away from Earth. So <laughs> it's all supposed to be here. Daedalus Prime is heading to Earth. Mm-hmm. Daedalus Not Prime <laughs> is here. 
Daedalus Megatron <laughs> is here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep. I like it. Um, but this is weird because the ship also has the Daedalus IFF, mm-hmm. which it's that's the identify friendlier foe. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like the the Daedalus IFF is definitely saying that this is the Daedalus. It's like you chipped your dog. Yeah, and they're like, and you're like, I don't know this. My dog's at home. They're like, but this is your dog, too. And I'm like, but my dog's literally upstairs in his crate. I can hear her. Yeah. But also, I'll take two. I'll take... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a second Kaylee Thor? I mean, it would get loud, but it would get fun. real loud. Yeah. Both of them would hate each other. <laughs> well, Kaylee, much like me, understands <laughs> exactly. that if you see your doppelganger, 100%. you've got to get rid of it. Your dogs see doppelgangers of them, and they're like... Yes, new friends! And more friend, please. Hi. More friend. You want to play in the backyard in the dirt? Because <laughs> my mama hates it. Let's do it. It's fun. I uh, was much like your dogs yesterday. I came home and my hands were all covered in dirt. I was just covered in dirt and oh, sweat. Yeah. And then I took a shower. You should have just gone to our house. They would have licked you to death. They would have. But I then took a shower and I woke up this morning with like more dirt all over my hands. <laughs> and I'm like... Self-replicating dirt. Yes, you are like my dogs. <laughs> like, what happened? How did this come out of your pores? I think it's because I didn't fully get the tacky off my hands oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. hammer throw. And yeah, so just collected more dirt. I'm just, just sweating more it's dirt. It's like when you drink too much, you yeah. got to sweat out the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Sweat up the Same tacky. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um they they fly in to get a closer look and right like go under the ship and there's these long all these like scorch marks and like attack marks and everything on the ship. Yeah, little little Daedalus beta is a little bit beat up. He's yeah. And so McKay gets some mysterious energy readings from the ship. I mean he doesn't know what the fuck it is, mm-hmm. but he doesn't think it's dangerous. Sure. And they make their way to uh, open the pod bay doors, Hal. <laughs> Making their way. So there's no 302s inside, but there is a jumper. Mm-hmm. And again, there's no one around. It's dark. It's creepy as shit. Yep. So they park and they get out. They find the whole place is on emergency power. It is perfect Nixie temperature of like a refrigerator. I, I <laughs> it's do a walk-in love, freezer. I do. Look, as much as I don't like being cold. Yeah. I don't know that fixing the thermostat should be your highest priority when you find a ghost ship. Yeah. Like, look, I get it. Yes. I I do. I yeah, get it. 100%. I don't like being cold. But also, ghost ship. Ghost ship. Yeah. Anyway. So, Maronin and McKay are going to engineering. John and Taylor are going to head to the bridge. Because they split the party. That always ends well. Super great times. Also, Ronan and Rodney, what kind of dumb split of the party is that? Because <laughs> they're both chaos muppets of their own accord. Yes. Yes. The two adults go together. Yeah. Why would we do that? You just uh-huh. sent the two gnomes. Uh-huh. And it's exactly the right yeah. two gnomes. Because one's like, I kill everything. Yeah. And the other one's like, I'm going to push all the buttons. Yeah. These, the, you've just sent our 2 d characters. Yep. Ravaging off alone. God, Donnie would absolutely distrust Ronan and try to hit him the minute she saw him. Yeah. And I think they would form a bond over it. They would. And McKay and Sam would argue. Yeah. I think he would not realize that she's not a child. No, there's no way. So he'd be like, go away until he figures out like, oh, this one's really smart. Much like happens later when he's like, no, Taylor, you certainly can't help me. And Taylor's like, oh, but can I? But also, yes, I can. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, two chaos Muppets off to engineering. Mm -hmm. Adults go to the bridge. Yeah. 
on the bridge, there's no bodies, but there is the nameplate on the wall. It is definitely confirming that this is the Daedalus. Yep. Uh, and when the lights and the power come on, John has to confirm that, yes, it's McKay, because who else would it be, McKay asks, it wasn't but Ronan. a ghost? McKay <laughs> says that as if it's a joke, and then gets startled and freaked out, and ducking at the noise behind him. Yeah. Of Ronan kicking a box. <laughs> I do like how he freaks out at Ronan. Yes. Stop touching things! Um, so yes, he got most of the power back up on the ship. Next up on his docket is the mysterious power source. Mm-hmm. While that's been going on, yep. Taylor has found the last log entry. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Sobel, commander of the Daedalus, she tells that they're beaming the last of the supplies and equipment down to a planet. She's taking the last 302 down to the planet. They haven't been able to do a full survey. Um, they know chance of rescue is slim, but it's the only choice they have. Mm-hmm. And given where the rest of um, the episode goes, there's a real not high chance of survival. No, it's uh, they're probably didn't. This is probably the last will and testament of this person. Well, and they, I can imagine this like tiny little Daedalus colony that gets set up on the planet. It reminds me a lot of a DS9 episode I really like called Children of Time. I'll have to look that one up. It's a really good episode. So to complete non-spoilers it, um, the Defiant Mm -hmm. is like head in place. Long story short, they end up like they end up discovering a colony on a planet and that colony They've actually gone back in time a couple hundred years. And so this colony is actually their descendants. Because when they try to leave the planet, something happens and they go back in time 300 years. So this is the colony of their own descendants. So they're stuck in this moral choice of do they do they fix what they have to fix now that they know to leave correctly, in which case none, of these, none of these people will exist, exist. or yeah. do they go forth and crash themselves knowing this will happen? Ooh, uh, interesting. It's a really good episode. I want to check that out. Yeah, that called like Children a- of Time. I don't remember what season. I think it's like mid to later half of the season. That definitely sounds like a Grace episode. It is. I'm going to watch that. I really soon. like it. Um... So, McKay is learning more in engineering. Mm-hmm. Hyperdrive, subspace communications, damage beyond repair, shields are almost dead. I do love, um, so Taylor's learned how to, like, hack yeah. into the system, if you will. I do love how different her and Rodney's approaches are mm-hmm. when they do get into the computer to find information. She's looking about people. Yeah. And he's like, give me the statuses on yeah. this ship. Yeah. I do like the different types of facts that they're going And for. it makes complete sense yeah. to who they Oh, are. absolutely. Yeah. And that beeping noise is the weird energy reading spiking off the charts. Uh, John's big suggestion is to turn it off. Mm -hmm. McKay has no clue how. Doesn't even know where the power energy spike is coming from. Uh And from down in Atlantis, Lauren and Zelenka are also reading this power spike. But before they can send another jumper up to help them, the whole ship starts shaking. Yeah. This is where I'm going to tell you how, where my California came out. Yeah. And I went. Is this an earthquake? And then I had to remember that they're not on a no. planet. Yeah, they're so in, you they're can't space. be. In it's a, a spacequake. It's a spacequake. Yeah. I actually wrote skyquake. Yeah, it's a skyquake. I like spacequake better. Spacequake. Spacequake also sounds like something I want to eat. Ooh, it's. Uh, Can it, we have spacequakes for dinner? Well, I what I think it is mm-hmm. is it is a new brand from Bisquick. Ooh, yes. <laughs> 
It's like, this is what the astronauts had yeah. in Spacequakes. But they're like pancakes, but spacier. Yeah. You know what they have is instead of it being funfetti. Yep. There is star. Stardust. Stardust in it. Mm. There's edible glitter. And moon cheese. <laughs> you put that on top. <laughs> uh, John is calling the mission. Everyone back to the jumper. Um, but first the ship shakes and a white light fills the space. Yeah. And the whole ship disappears in a flash. Gotta go. That's fine. Mm-hmm. This, that's is, fine. this is okay. The energy readings are gone, so that's good. But yeah. so is Atlantis, so that's bad. That, yeah. Uh, John cannot reach in over the radio or the ship's uh, communications. Back in Atlantis, Lauren and Zelenka are like, where'd the ship go? I like how differently this this scene, these two scenes yeah. could have played off with the right music. Uh-huh. Like, had they used, like, I will remember. It would have been so romantic. I know. Because it's like, John, can you hear me? <gasps> Can you hear us, Atlantis? And Never it's like, let go, will John. you remember? There's totally room on here for both of us, but I'm going to stay in the way. And then slow dissolve yeah. to break. <laughs> As you realize that Lauren and John have always loved each other. They've always loved each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, one, one moment that they're there and the next, the ship is gone. On the ship, McKay is also extra worried because he's not even picking up Atlantis on sensors. Yeah. Uh, Him and John discuss the cloak as a possibility while Taylor's like, maybe they just, maybe we shifted location in space. Maybe they didn't move. Maybe we moved. And McKay's like, no, we haven't moved. We're in the same location. John's having a hard time, understandably, that like Atlantis just disappeared. Yeah. I so, love that, somebody moved. Yeah, I like the fact that both sides are this like, well, the other people disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me do it. You yeah. do it bad. I do it good. Um, McKay will figure this out. Just give him a minute. Meanwhile, at least he figured out what the re- where the weird energy reading is coming from. It's mm-hmm. coming from deck nine. So let's go there. Ronan's already out of the room. Yep. I, I was already bored uh, like uh, 10 minutes ago. So bored. Yeah. I ran out. I ate all the snacks I found. Which are none. Yeah. Which are none. Therefore, I'm Because previous Ronin or alternate Ronin already, already ate, them, ate all. them all. So while the other three search, it's very creepy, dark. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, McKay's figured out that the residual radiation is similar to a hyperspace window, mm-hmm. but it's different enough that it's not registering. Interesting. I'm with John. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Give me more words, please. Yeah. Uh, it's a new kind of drive, he says. Oh, yeah. But they didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's when McKay realizes what happened. Except we went everywhere. And he's a little frantic in it, but he realizes the radiation is picking up as exactly what they got when Rod appeared on Atlantis from oh, an alternate yes. reality. I about Rod. Oh, Rod. It's a new drive for sure, but one that moves them through universes. Whoa. Universe I. <laughs> instead of space. Universes. Universes I. Anemonemony. Yesterday, I went to brunch with a friend of ours. Yeah. And at the counter for your meal, they have a different question they ask you every day. Yesterday, it was like, what's your favorite sea creature? (laughs) And like, I panicked. Uh Um, And so I ended up having to go up twice (laughs) for a different food. I think the first time I said octopus. And Uh the second time I went with sea urchin. Uh Um, And our friend was like, I went with mermaid because I wanted to say sea anemone. (laughs) 
but I would I didn't want to say sea anemone <laughs> and then get it wrong. And then we both went anemone. And I went, Nixie would have picked dolphin. I, I was actually thinking, I was like, I would pick dolphin, and that's the most square boring answer ever, but I it's will dolphin. I will take on people who have an issue with me saying dolphin. Now I would have maybe specified mm-hmm. like spinner dolphin. Like, sure. Like, sure. Spinner dolphins. I wanted to say bluefin tuna, but I wasn't sure how well it'd be appreciated. You can say bluefin tuna. I like how big tuna are. Yeah. Just in general. Tunas are good. They're huge. Yeah. Have you seen a whole ass They're tuna? They're gigantic. Holy moly. They're like 500 pounds. Yeah, they're gigantic. Our aquarium has tuna. Uh-huh. If you are in the Northern California area, go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. That somehow reminded me. Can I tell you this really cool thing story that I didn't get to tell you before yes. when you're done with talking about tuna? That's it. I was just going to say, go to the tuna tank. Okay. Okay. So um, we went kayaking last weekend, but you yes. know, and I completely forgot to tell you the coolest thing we saw while kayaking. Mm-hmm. We saw an otter. Buddy. I couldn't get a photo of him because he was moving so fast. I forgot that there's river otters. I totally did not realize there were otters here. Yeah. And then Nick is like, is that an otter? And I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's an a otter. Little river otter. We say it was a little otter and he was swimming. He was swimming up the thing. And then I tried to get my camera to get a picture. And then he was like gone on the land. Fucking otters. So it was a little baby otter. Little we saw a whole guys. bunch of turtles. I've never seen that otter before down here. Yes. It was so cute. I wonder what Florida otters are like. I don't know, but we mentioned it to one of the park rangers, and she was like, that is impressive, because normally we do not see them on weekends because of how many people are in the area. Yeah. They're elusive. It was so cute. I was like, oh my God, it's a little otter. Whereas back home, the sea otters back home have learned that the sanctuary in the Monterey Bay Mm -hmm. Aquarium is like a very safe place. Yeah. I think they learned the word sanctuary. Probably. So there's been a couple of otters that come to have their babies there. Yeah, makes sense. It's like going to the fancy hospital. 100%. It's like, oh, I'm going to go have my baby at the fancy hospital. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's fun time. But yeah, I uh, I saw I saw a river otter and it was fucking adorable because I love otters. Sea creatures for the win. That is my answer beyond dolphin otter. I wanted to say seahorse, but I feel like people forget that seahorses exist. Seahorses are fucking, like, amazing creatures. There's so many cool creatures from the ocean. I know. I Um, just saw a video that they got from the bottom of the Marianas Trench. uh Uh-huh. With, like... The Marinara Trench. The Marinara Trench? I think the Marinara Trench. From the bottom of the Marinara Trench. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. How could I forget? It's my favorite stupid joke. (laughs) Listen, I put AKA of dead (laughs) Alyssa. Okay. (laughs) I remember learning that seahorses, that the males carry the babies. And I was like, how fucking cool is that? And then you watch them like birth the babies. And it's just like a gaddling gun of babies. Yes, that is exactly the right way. It's just a big shoot out of there. It's the most aggressive birth ever. It's a very dad birth. (laughs) I'm just going to shoot my babies out of here. It's just like the most aggressive birth ever. Look at me, the Viking seahorse babies. I'm going to pummel you with my own children. Yeah. (laughs) Can my child be an improvised weapon? (laughs) According to Rodney, yes. 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 According to seahorses and Rodney. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's my AKA. Seahorses and Rodney. I'm doing that. Okay. Uh okay. So 
you want to know the rationale behind it, AKA? You have to watch the, listen to the, watch the, I, yep. Nope. I'm moving on. (laughs) So while McKay is explaining, you know, this whole thing, the other three have found something, someone's. Uh, I think you're just going to have to see this one for yourself. And an alternate universe thing makes the fact that they just found dead copies of themselves make a lot more sense. Uh, Yeah. I mean, as much as that can make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great times. They do move the bodies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since this place is so cold, they could have been there for months. Yeah. And interesting fact that neither Taylor picked up like that either Taylor picked up the phrase someone walked over my grave or the Athosians also have. Yeah. The saying someone walked over my grave. It's probably something where they have a similar thing. Yeah. But not the same. But or maybe she just liked it. It's like I recently saw a clip from like a Graham Norton show. Mm-hmm. And it was Alicia Vikander sharing like weird Swedish phrases. Yeah. And then it's funny because they were so strange that none of them stuck. Yeah. But Margot Robbie was on the same episode. Uh-huh. And she goes, oh, it's like in Australia when we say we're not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> Which I love. I love that so much. I love that. And it's just like, it's time to get down to business. Yeah. We're not here to fuck spiders. We're not here to fuck spiders. So I'm going to steal that because I love it. It's the same thing. So she's like, oh, that's a great way. To- I'm going to steal that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you, I don't, you know how my mind works weirdly. Uh-huh. My head immediately trying to fit that phrase to the tune of let's get down to business. And stuff's fun. Pink spiders. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that's, I mean, like my yeah. head just suddenly going, this is really important. Figure out how to make yeah, this, this work. This is super <laughs> priority right now. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. <laughs> So everyone, yeah. I was going to say, back to, I don't appreciate the way John goes, take it easy, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to do that. Okay, I'm going to stay quiet then. Everyone is rightly freaked the fuck out. And John is just trying to keep things as calm as possible. But first, you have a McKay there. Secondly, I'm pretty sure this is a situation where you can freak out a little bit. Also, anytime you say... To someone, uh-huh. <laughs> anything in the sense that is basically trying to invalidate the way they're feeling, yeah, does not help them calm down. It doesn't, and it's like I think it goes to show how freaked John is because yes. I want to give him a little more credit than this. He's usually better at this mm-hmm. because to just be like, no, everything's fine. It's like, uh, no, it's not. No, first of all, no, no, and second, second of, all, of all, no, no, super no. Yeah, I, I think it's. Because John's usually pretty good at being like, hey, I know this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's take a moment and catch a breath. I think it's proof that John is also like, what the fuck? What the I mean, fuck? What, I the think fuck? He's talking, what the fuck? He's actually talking to himself yes, in that moment. He yeah. is. <laughs> so McKay is looking through the Ultra McKay's tablets, and they were not part of the original crew of this ship. Yeah. They came here to check it out as it passed over their Atlantis, the yeah. same as our group. Yeah. Uh, that's the other jumper in the bay. The dead... The dead SGA team. Yeah. The dead GA team. Sorry again. I was like, sitting in the jumper of the bay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Again, my head was like, make it's this work. Close enough. Man, my brain is just on a weird tangent today. Uh, uh, yeah. So the <laughs> ship jumped. They couldn't get back. And eventually their supplies ran out and they died. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. 
John again tries moving on, but McKay is again stuck with the idea that these people are them, and they failed, and then they died. Yeah, the problem here is Rodney's brain moves so much faster than everybody else's (laughs) that he's getting to the direness quicker. (laughs) Uh, John emphasizes that they are not us. We are alive. I mean, technically they (laughs) are, though, John. That's kind of the thing. That's kind of the point. So eventually they get the, they, McKay, gets the power working in the hold, Mm -hmm. and they find the curious device that is the alternate reality drive behind big radiation safety doors. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. McKay's first instinct uh, is that, like, he can't figure it out because the other McKay had weeks to figure it out and he didn't figure it out. And upon John's tone of voice, McKay's like, well, maybe I can use the other McKay's research as a jumping off point. He gave you a head start. Mm -hmm. Think of it that way. Yeah. The other three will start looking for supplies. Mm -hmm. McKay points out that their dead alternates most likely used all the supplies. Can we not be so focused? John's like, get to work. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. I think it's less that you, you, it's less, you don't need to not have those thoughts. Maybe just don't voice them. Well, they don't help. It's like when you're brainstorming and people are like, no, that won't work. No, yeah. It's like, okay, but we're here to pitch things we can do. Yes. So let's try all the things. I think, but again, it's more of like, your brain can have that thought. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. don't need to so say it's it. It's not the time to cut people's ideas down. Yeah. In the supply rooms, but yeah, everything's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's gone. Taylor and Ronan are coming up empty. I do like those boxes marked do not ring transport. And they're also zero, zero G sensitive. And I'm like, what was in those boxes? I literally wrote, I like the boxes that say do not ring transport. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly What's we're the all the same way. I think next time one of us moves, we're going to have to put that on the boxes. I, can I tell you? Zero G transport. I, well, I did not technically look up the cost of making your own custom boxes. <laughs> I had the same thought of like. How who who took those empty boxes or these spares that they had printed up and yeah. then used those to move with? Oh, it's it's happening. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, oh, but again, what the fuck was in there that you can't transport via rings? What would it be? What if it was just like something really dumb? What if like they made souffles? <laughs> just boxes of souffles in 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 like um, dry ice. The souffles would be zero G sensitive. They, they would be. I'm assuming flan. those. It's a lot of flan. <laughs> no, I think the flan is what was in the big 50 gallon barrels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 50 gallons of flan. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> I'm gonna slurp some flan. Yum. And uh, yeah, so they could go down to the planet. Um, but that's risky because they don't know when the drive's gonna kick in. Mm-hmm. And Taylor is just stuck on the alternates, like. Were their lives similar to ours? And Ronan takes after the Grace school of thought of like, don't give a fuck. No cares. They we've seen doubles before. They're dead now. Yeah. That's what matters. And but Taylor's like, yeah, well, yeah. we saw duplicates the replicators built. Like these were real people, and like who was waiting for them on Atlantis? And did that Taylor have a son? He runs like that's cut to the chase. That's what you yeah. Really are wondering. Yeah. I love Ronan's practicality. It was like, bruh, yeah. you can't worry about the alternate reality <laughs> versions of your son along with your son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, this is the moment where Ronan's wise. 
You listen yeah. to McKay, he's like, supposedly there's a million different realities out there, and it's every possible variation, and there's a million different Torrens. Like, can't fucking worry about yeah. a million other ones. Taylor knows how hard it is to worry about this one. And again, we firmly know uh, whose side uh, Grace is on. Yep. This um, Grace is the only Grace that, that matters, matters in this to playlist. this Grace. Self-care, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is good to know that you know. Yeah. You, you, and you and Ronan are very much in the same. I'm a fan of. I feel like there's a lot of times where Ronan and I sync. As much as I can do, like I do enjoy the thinking and the and the the communicating and the peopling. Every now and then, I like the Ronan world of like no. Yeah. (laughs) We're not gonna go this hard here. No. We're just gonna skip the surface level. Yep. What do I need to get home for dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me. How do I feed me? It's me who are important. Uh, John comes in back Look, and... RuPaul said it best. <laughs> if you can't love yourself, how, how the hell hell? are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> uh, John comes back into the room where McKay is working. The blast doors are closed because radiation... Also, because special effects budget. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that drive was entirely CG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going to look at it too closely. Keep moving. Yeah. Uh, we They have made other progress, though. So the other McKay was a genius, obviously. Uh-huh. And there was apparently another, another McKay who originally built this drive. He only assumes because there's a certain elegance to the design. Sure, yeah. Yes, there's problems, but let's not diminish this achievement. <laughs> Sorry, I just that because we know how McKay thinks of sure. Ultimate McKay's. Oh, yeah. I mean, the more the merrier. Uh, and they, they, so they tried to figure out this like coordinate system to like navigate through realities. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't work. No, no. Science, 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 science. But we needed more science. But that's not what concerns McKay. It does concern John, but it's not what concerns McKay. It's power. Mm-hmm. So reality jumping takes a lot of power, like ZPM levels of power. Yeah. They didn't have one. So instead they made a, ca- like they made a capacitor that just draws energy straight from subspace. Yeah. We just basically stole the power from their universe. We, this Atlantis has learned multiple times that this mate is not like a good, d- don't do that. Yeah. Don't just siphon all no. of the things. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's about to be charged again. Uh-huh. And so he explains it, I think, very eloquently as a tap pouring water into a bucket. And when the bucket is full, the drive engages. Yeah. Uses a bunch of the water, but this tap doesn't have a valve. You can't turn it off. Yeah. Ta-da! You're just it's exactly It's exactly like the thing at water parks for kids. The bucket that keeps t- tilting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it tilts and then it refills and yep. then it tilts to refill. Yep. So he explained, or it's a serious design flaw, which makes McKay think that they're actually trying to generate more power and they got further and further and further away from their own reality. They couldn't find their way back. All then they flash. Mm-hmm. They got a little disoriented from all the bucket filling. Yeah. So they jump again. McKay doesn't know where they are, so he's going to keep working while Ronan and Taylor meet John on the bridge. Mm-hmm. 
Good news, by the time John gets there, Taylor already has Atlantis on the sensors. Yep. And by the way, Taylor has these new skills since last time the Daedalus was in orbit. Major Marks offered to teach Taylor and Ronan some training. <laughs> and at least one of them yep. took Marks up on that. Some people adapt to new things faster than others. Ronan just gives her a face. He was busy. Mm-hmm. Doing stuff. He was sparring. Yep. Yep. Eating, sparring, snapping. Yeah. You name it. Uh, either way, John has called down to Atlantis. There was no response. I like Ronan's thought that they have a John. So, like, having a second John trying to call down is yeah. worrisome. They're like, this is sus. Don't respond. What would you do if someone, like, called and was like, hey, this is Grace? I don't it even... sounded like you. I... <laughs> exactly. You... <laughs> Would not be fine. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't respond. Yeah. So John asks, um, but no, McKay says the odds of just randomly jumping back to their own reality is slim to not going to happen. Uh, but the bigger issue is that there is another ship in orbit. And Yikes. they have no clue who the ship is. They've mm. never seen it before. There's an X icon on the side. No clue. Yeah. Their own shields are minimal. Uh, so is Atlantis's. After that ship starts laying down fire on Atlantis. Yeah, we do know it's not a good guy. No. John immediately starts to fire, wants to fire back at the ship. McKay can get him a couple shots with the Asgard beam. Mm -hmm. Although McKay is not sure why we would risk themselves. Yeah. I like that the question is, do we help? And McKay's like, "Uh, I mean, that's not our Atlantis. We have no clue who's down there. Yeah. But the city's going to be destroyed, and John's gut is says they're better off siding with yeah, Atlantis. It's and Atlantis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John takes a couple of shots, and yes, the ship does stop firing, although then it launches fighters at them. Yay. Well, Ronan could have taken Marks up on that lesson, because now he's going to get a crash course. Yeah. John gives him a five-second rundown on how the railgun system yeah, works. Yeah, push this button. Now... If you had told Ronan that with Major Marks had been, hey, Ronan, I will teach you how the weapons work on the Daedalus. That's the problem. Is he they didn't, been there. Yeah, they yeah. didn't sell it to him right. No. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you why this is beneficial for you. I'll tell you how to use bigger weapons. Yeah. I do like before he sits down, he takes the time to like unbuckle a bit of his holster, the one that straps on his leg and like take his blaster out, put it on top of the car. Yeah. It's very Han Solo. You never know when you'll need it to just yeah. quick grab. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's also good juju. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like a little talisman. Mm-hmm. So he starts firing, but his aim at first is about that of stormtroopers. <laughs> He's learning. Yeah. The ship takes a lot of spark damage and on, you know, on the bridge and down with McKay, who reminds them that he did say the hyperdrive is shot, like it's not going to work, like we're stuck here. Yeah. Ronan's getting frustrated. He can't keep up with this many fighters because he just jumped into a high level of... Um, Uh, Space Invaders. Yes. Yes. (laughs) My mind just went blank. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, um, yeah, so there's so many, he can't keep up. We watch uh, one fighter get clipped and get damaged, turn, and dives directly towards the Daedalus Mm -hmm. through its shield, impacting the ship, shaking, explosions, and the sublight is down. Yep. There's a hull breach. Taylor doesn't know what to do with the venting atmosphere. John quickly seals it off. And McKay has an idea. It's going to be real dumb, but bear with him. Mm -hmm. He has an idea. He 
It can increase the efficiency of the alternate reality drive. It'll cause them to jump sooner. Mm-hmm. They would get out of the situation, but once it's more efficient, you cannot undo it. And they're just going to jump fa- faster and We're faster. We're just going to misty step. We're just yeah. going to misty step right out of here. It's the or blink spell. Yeah. It's the blink spell. Is, yeah, because you don't know where you're going to come out. You back. don't know where you're going to come out. And it's just, we can't undo It's a permanent blink spell. Yep. We're doing it. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Thinking, thinking, can you tell we're ready to play D&D? That's, uh, I'm going to put that in my notes for a future campaign. <laughs> Do it. It's it's a it's a fey version of the Flying Dutchman. Yes. It jumps through different realms. That is very cool. Yeah, it is really okay. cool. Okay, so uh, John's like, do it, because there's not a lot of options yep. right now. Mm-hmm. And as we track three fighters coming in to make an attack run, uh, the Daedalus just blinks out of his reality. Yep. Out of the frying pan into the literal fire, as instead <laughs> they find themselves like less than two, mil- two million kilometers from the surface of a sun. Yep. Yay. What about that whole, we jump to the same place, never reality? Yeah. Hull Tump is reaching critical. They're going to burn soon. Mm-hmm. I love McKay's like, really? Maybe you're reading the sensors wrong. And he actually routes the sensors down to see for himself before he can confirm it. And John snarks real hard at him. Yeah. Can we not right now? <laughs> I do know that vibe, though. There's been a lot of like training and things that are happening these mm-hmm. days that I've been sort of in charge of. And so when someone says something that isn't working, I'm like, let me see. <laughs> It's like the mistrust goes out the window the same way it does when the remote's missing. Yeah. It's like, I got to see it. Mm -hmm. I got to see it. I don't know. And it's not, I don't believe you, but it's more like, is it broken? It's more of like, I really have to see this for myself because what you just said is real outlandish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't grok it unless I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, they may still be in the same location because John said the sun went red giant when he went into the future. That's right. And this reality could just be happening way sooner. This reality could be in the future. That doesn't make sense. They actually just went 88 miles an hour. Yeah, there you go. In the drive. (laughs) Ronan wants to know how this helps at all. McKay's like, oh, it was just really interesting. (laughs) At least I won't die bored. (laughs) John wants to find an interesting solution to uh-huh. this problem uh, and, like, get the sublights working to fly away. But McKay actually thinks their best bet is to just put the power to the shields and wait it out because the subspace system is broke. Yep. I mean, granted, with the changes he just made, McKay has no clue how long it's going to be until they jump again. He also doesn't know how long it'll be to fix the engines. Mm-hmm. Power in the shield... Should be easy. And yep. everyone heads into engineering to be McKay's hands there. Hands. I don't know. That was just what I needed to do there. Hands weaver. <laughs> I believe you can get us out of the sun. I I, I do. Uh, anyway. Yes. I appreciate the song. <laughs> it was good times. So the three of them get to engineering. They start killing all the power to unessential decks. Taylor gets to work. Her and John are working, so Ronan's spidey senses just start to tingle because he's bored. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go do something else. Well, I do think he's like, something, something's off. Um, I, I like how often the sun becomes something we can try to harness. Yes. Um, I have an idea to pitch for you. Okay. In these alternate spaces that they exist. Yes. Sam has also tried to 
harness the power of the sun. Yes. So is Rodney. And Makes... we know they, they, they trust it. They know mm-hmm. it's an option. It's yeah. there. Sam and Rodney yeah. are future clerics of Pelor. I like it. Ta-da! You know, I have this been... This is how they teach their faith. Here's the thing. I have been... One of my... It's, it's one of the rougher character concepts, but I had been thinking of a cleric. Mm-hmm. As it's a future character. It's an interesting character. approach to being a cleric. You know what I think would be interesting? Yeah. Is if just somehow all of my future D&D characters are tied back to Sam somehow. And, like, <laughs> some facet of them is always tied back to Sam. Of course they are. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Sam and Ahsoka, my two character touchstones, yeah, yeah. and you just like mix up the ingredients a little bit yeah, yeah, to like yeah. spit on a new see character. What, we see how the dice roll out. Exactly. For the next one. I'm into it. Um so Ronan goes roaming and eventually hears a noise, mm-hmm. takes out his blaster, opens the door, and finds a stowaway. Roll for initiative, Ronan! Uh, it looks real creepy and immediately starts fighting, bashing each other against the walls. He looks like some sort of Star Trek baddie, but I don't know the Star Trek baddies enough to know who he looks like. Is it me? Bor- is it Borg? Is it- yes. He's he's vaguely Borg-like. Okay, yeah. Without, like, without any of the... The sentient overlord situation, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 okay. It's just, I just call him Grey Dude. There you go. I like that, too. <laughs> The, th- the the other three are still working. They have power off, but they still need more power. So they look at including the auxiliary power into the mix. Yeah. Ronan and Grey Dude still fighting. Uh, he has Ronan pinned to the ground, like choking him. Yeah. While, while Ronan can't quite get his blaster up to hit him. Mm-hmm. He can, however, just fire his blaster into the bulkhead a few Make times. sounds. Which everyone hears. So because he's not cool enough to be Borg, he's Dorg. <laughs> That's his name I like name that. Now. His name is now Dorg. He's Dorg. It's the whole race's name. Yeah. Dorg. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a Dorg. We are the Dorg. Of we'll course add, you're a Dorg. We will add your gray and beige lifestyle to uh, our own. You're such a Dorg. <laughs> so, uh, McKay and Taylor are going to keep working. John goes to check this out. Mm-hmm. John sees what's going on as he turns the corner and immediately opens fire. Yep. Uh, uh, the Dorg gets up to go after John and then just gets stuck in like a crossfire sandwich. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. And goes down. That's, I like a crossfire sandwich. I like it. Please, please He's... imagine the 1980s, 90s crossfire. Crossfire! crossfire. <laughs> Don't get caught up in the Crossfire! So Ronan's fine, but the question is, is where did the Dorg come from? Mm-hmm. John sees a symbol in his armor. It matches that on the ship. Yep. So it must have come from the ship that crashed into the Daedalus. Yep. Ronan finds a new toy, the Dorg's laser gun blaster guy, uh, which does really nice damage. Mm-hmm. John really would like to see it. And maybe, you already have a blaster, Ronan. Oh, I want another one. John gets one now, too. Yeah. Uh, but then the same green energy blasts come flying over their heads because there's more dorks. Damn it. Taylor finishes the task McKay gave her and is going to go help the boys, but no, 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 because that's not enough power. McKay realizes. And since they don't have engines, they can't keep a stable orbit. Yeah. So they're slowly spiraling their way into the sun, and the closer they get, the more shields they need, and they're not going to have enough. The jumping device is only at 70%. This is exponentially getting worse. It's, yes. Yeah. McKay has just a moment. He's in a bit of panic. I just need to think for a second. Yeah. Meanwhile, the boys are still fighting in the hallway. Yeah. 
<laughs> McKay has it. It's counterintuitive, but drop the shields entirely. Shove all of that power into the jump drive, and hopefully it's going to be enough to force a jump. Yep. They're only It's their only hope, and the longer they talk, the less likely it's going to work. So Taylor trusts McKay. Yeah. She drops the shields. Alarms start going off at the whole temperature. McKay transfers all the power, but it stops at 97. So 98. Recently, my car that yeah. is a billion years old mm-hmm. did this real fun thing that I learned that cars do, and Nixie knows about it, yeah. where it goes into limp mode. But it's like, something's wrong. I'm not going to no. car anymore. Nope. I feel like this is what's happening. The ship's like, I can't ship anymore. I'm just, it's going to be real dangerous if I ship so past So I'm this. just not going to. Just going to uh, turn myself off. Just that, that you go. Yeah. I'll stay right here. <laughs> it's safer this way. Yep. <laughs> uh, which causes another round of stress for McKay yes. as the hull starts to deteriorate 99%. Oh. And finally 100 the ship starts shaking. The boys continue their firefight, and as the ship flashes and jumps, the boys take that chance to rush the 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 uh, the 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 dorg. dorg. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just blanked no, on the dorg. No, it's fine. He's a new new friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rush the dorgs mm-hmm. and uh, take out the last two. A nice little pistol whip at the end. Yeah, well, we, you gotta add some finesse there. Exactly. Style points. Don't congratulate McKay just yet, because uh-huh. the drive is now over tax. It's Yay. now in limp mode. Now, yeah, we're done. They have a handful of jumps left, and wherever the ship is when it burns out is where the ship will be. <laughs> Forever. Yep. We live here now. Yikes. So on the bridge, Ronan and Taylor are just looking out at the asteroid field they're in the middle of, because McKay thinks millions of years ago this planet was destroyed by an impact. Mm. And it's now an asteroid field. Makes sense. Yeah. Someday we will be an asteroid field. No. Right? No. We're what just going to burn up. What if something destroys our planet? Could we become an asteroid field? Yeah, if something hits us hard enough, okay. we can become Alderaan. It has to hit really hard, like harder than the thing that created the Ice Age, right? Yes. Because one of the main theories, there's multiples, but one of the main theories and the one that's my favorite that I've done smart pieces on of how the moon was formed is that really early in the the Earth's like life, uh-huh. something massive struck the Earth so hard that it actually broke oh, apart. Oh, that's cool. And so the pieces sort of like pieces flew off and then went into orbit and collapsed together to create the moon. That's so cool. I like that one. It was like really early. The 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 Earth hadn't fully earthed yet. Yeah. So still a little gooey. Gotcha. A little gooey. Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> It's like Taylor's baby. It's, it was still forming. Listen, I was trying not to go to a dropping baby reference. Sorry, sorry. But like, we're there now. Yeah, Look, yeah. We didn't drop the baby. No. McKay did that. <laughs> anyway. Let's just get a little, just get a little moon around the baby's head. Um, I mean, that. what if it provides some extra AC? We don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So McKay is the last to arrive on the bridge. Good news he has something. Well, he it was staring at him directly in the face the whole time, but all the intimate death like blinded him to it. Sure, sure. So the navigation system is never going to work. But in a spectacular feat of multidimensional mathematics, he can actually send them back along the path they've already taken, putting uh, the drive in reverse. Sure. John's like, you mean that thing I fucking suggested to you at two the beginning hours of ago? the episode? Yeah. 
<laughs> Retrace our steps? Yes, actually it is. And McKay dismissed it before he realized that three versions of McKay have failed to make it work. So we had to think not like McKay. The yeah. opposite of McKay is John. And John's like, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yep. Yep. I mean, he didn't say not think. Yeah. He said think differently. And it's an Apple poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're going to retrace the breadcrumbs passing through each reality until they've passed through realities on their way home. Yep. I mean, there is the issue that two of those they barely got out of a line. Shoot, 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 shoot. We don't talk about that part. And the red giant will kill them without shields. Yep. But McKay has an idea for that. So they don't... Better the devil you know. <laughs> Sorry. They don't have sublight, but they do have maneuvering thrusters. So he sets up a like a path for now. And if they start moving, they should be a good enough place when they do jump back to the sun reality to have a higher stable orbit enough yeah. that the sun won't be as deadly. Mm-hmm. As for the deadly aliens, look, they're still going to be there. Uh, but to get past them, I'm just going to fix the sublight engines. And John's like, yeah, again, gets riled up. You mean that thing that I also suggested recently and you said they were shots? John, I'm going to need you to calm it down a little bit. Because <laughs> he's like, look, I didn't say they weren't fixable. I just didn't have a chance to look at them because I was busy looking at the drive and I can't do 10 fucking things at once. You guys are busy complaining about the weather in here. So fuck off a little bit. Like the drive at this point is going to die. So I'm kind of, I'm going to stick it in reverse and then just ignore it. Exactly. But now I will have time to work on the engines. Mm -hmm. So unless you suddenly got trained to do some of this shit, fuck off and let me do my work. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) And after some time, McKay has the modifications to the jump drive done. It's going to go in reverse. This time when they jump, they are back to the Red Giant. Less birdie this time. So now that that's done, McKay packs up his gear, hence engineering, to work on the sublight engines mm-hmm. while they just mildly roast instead of being lit on fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Just a little warm weather yeah. every now and then. They're just in a broiler. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You're just walking through it. It's a dry heat. Yes. <laughs> It's not the heat, it's the humidity that gets you. We all know. Taylor finds McCain Engineering. She came to give me an extra pair of hands, but he doubts that she can. Hey, hands! Uh, the systems are fried, and he has to do a full bypass. And he tries to start something on his tablet, and it causes sparks and explosions. But Taylor, while he's cursing, is able to head to a console and turn off the power and stop the sparks. Yep. And McKay tries playing it off. Cool. Cool, thanks. Uh, Thanks. That was on purpose. Uh Uh-huh. She suggests a separate diagnostic of the auxiliary system. And yeah, sure. And you can definitely tell how quickly, like, A, how quickly Taylor picks up on things. And also how much McKay underestimated Taylor. Well, and it's like, not only underestimates her, but it's also like now he's a little shaking because she knows the things that were once just only his. Yeah. It's like, I don't. I want to share with you a little bit. Like, I've been there. I know that yeah, vibe. Yeah. Know that this vibe. is my thing. It's my thing. Yeah. Because I'm in that I'm in that phase of, like, look, I want you to know a bit of the things so that I can share my excitement with you and you'll understand. Yeah. But I, I, still, my thing. I still want to be the person who knows the most about the thing. Uh-huh. I just want you to know enough to understand how cool this shit that I is do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I know the vibe. You're doing it wrong. Don't do it like that because that's not how I learned it. Exactly. Now you're learning it in a way that I don't like it. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, she's learning it like like Zelenka taught her something. Well, it's the difference between you and I learning a thing. Yeah. 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 We're not going to come at it from the same direction. Okay. So another great example of this. Yeah. Because I think this would be... McKay teaching Taylor something versus I'm going to say like Zelenka teaching or something or sure. Mark's in this yeah. case teaching or something. So I am learning. I'm in the process of teaching myself JavaScripting. Yes. Okay. I went to the person we know who knows JavaScript. Okay. And I was like, hey, I am learning this. I'm going to learn it on my own. But do you have like a site you go to mm-hmm. that would be a good reference? Yeah. He sent me one. It's a great reference. They had some tutorials. So I started taking them and I'm like, this hurts. This is not. No, thank you. It was a very analog rote way, which works great for some people. Sure. I had to go find a different site that teaches it in like my way. Sure. Which is a much more hands-on hands. Sorry. It's just today's hands, apparently. <laughs> but it's a much more learn it through practice and going yeah. through problems and your writing code well, as you go. the idea that our brains all work differently. So but we learn differently. But that's the great thing. I was like, this site works for you. It yeah. does not work for my brain. So yeah. again, it's the you're learning it wrong. McKay's like, but that's not how I would have taught you. But also now I know it. So there you go. Yeah. I know what the hands thing is from now. Yeah. It's sweet Caroline. Hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. touching hands, <laughs> okay. Reaching uh, out, uh, uh. touching buttons. Were you watching baseball? No. Okay. I don't watch baseball. <laughs> Look, even I was watching <laughs> baseball <laughs> last week. <laughs> Sorry. Cause Miggy three thousand. Yeah. That one's for brother Matt. That was for brother Matt. <laughs> uh. So, yes. Uh, Taylor has new skills. Yes. Um, and Taylor just leveled up. She did she level up. She got some skill points. 100%. She took, a, 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 she took a level in wizard. Yes. Mm-hmm. So an alarm sounds across the room. McKay was fearing this. The jump drive is jumping faster and faster, and mm-hmm. they're going to jump in the middle of an alien fight too soon. And, like, he reports to John that he needs time, and they're not going to get it, and he doesn't have the engines fixed. Yep. On the bridge, Ronan is Ronan's gonna cover the front rail guns and John's gonna take the back. Yeah. And I mean they don't have shields. Yeah. This'll be fun. They're just gonna push all the buttons. Ready, go. And they jump. Mm-hmm. And it's quiet. And there's no alien ship. Oh no, never mind. Actually, there is just a story kidding, behind there it them. Is. We were just looking in the wrong direction. And they release fighters. McKay is still working, and right. In time, sublight engines are working. Go, 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 uh-huh. go. So they start running, but the fighters are faster. Ooh. They can't outrun them, and they can't get any more speed out of the sublight engines because they're lucky that they are functioning at all. Yep. And as soon as they're in range, they start firing. Ronan tries to keep up with them, but the explosions are rattling around the ship, and Ronan just gets frustrated and resorts to button smashing. <laughs> I do love that he straight up just smacks the fucking board. He does. I know that feel. Uh Uh-huh. Easy Chewy, the buttons are your friends. Oh, what a perfect reference. It is exactly a Chewbacca Yes, that is it. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Ronan mad. (laughs) Ronan's so mad. 
Mm-hmm. In engineering, it, it the last hit takes out the engines. There's no recovery for the sublight engines nope. this time. And as we watch, the fighters are starting to take serious bites out of the Daedalus. Oof. But then, as dawn on the third day hits, Gandalf yeah! is there in the east with the men of Rohan. <laughs> Riders. And uh, and yeah, uh, it's actually <laughs> F-302s mm-hmm. coming out, coming in to take out the alien fighters. It is Atlantis. Oh, yeah. And they are making quick work of the fighters. There's some beautiful shots, beautiful tracking shots of yeah. an F-302, like around Daedalus. Good little fights. Great little fights. John guesses that he chose the right side, after uh-huh. all, back there. Yep. And that's when Lieutenant Colonel John Shepard hails them. Oh, oh, yes. I've heard this name before. Once or twice. Our John's like, yeah, this this is the Daedalus. Uh-huh. The other John's like, who's this? And he goes, that's a long story. This is yes. <laughs> this is yes. Uh, hello, I am Dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> uh, and the other John admits that, you know, you saved our asses back there a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd return the favor. Yep. And John is... So distracted by the barking dog. Yep. Uh, that Ronan has to point to him that there's a damaged fighter heading straight for the bridge. Right, right up right up in our windshield, dude. S- straight up, straight up. Uh-huh. And you can see the gunfire, like, trying to hit it and missing can it. Can you run the wipers? Maybe we could just wipe them <laughs> off. Before it finally hits it and explodes just in time. Yeah. That made me think of, I once had a friend whose car was very old at the time. And yeah. Because we were all, like, in high school. We all yeah. had old cars. And she had attack wipers. Yeah. Because they would shoot. You know, you have the thing that shoots water uh-huh. so you can clean it. Uh-huh. It would shoot at the car in front of you. <laughs> so she had attack wipers. They needed some attack wipers. It did. Just attack. attack the I had had a, a bird run into the corner of my <laughs> I don't know. That's bad. I don't ever know what happened to the bird. But I was just driving. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, like, I... Like, before I even saw it, there was just a bird that hit the top corner. Did you do corner. the thing where you ducked? Because I've done yes. that. Yeah. Cause... But, like, it just, I felt it impact, and, like, I did, there was a car behind me, so I couldn't stop, and so yeah. I kept driving, because I didn't know what the Sucks fuck to, to do, because I was, like, 17, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know what, I'm just gonna, that was a bird, and it was I've, a good-sized yeah. bird, too. I've had a dog, a, a dog, a bird come too close, and I ducked, Yeah, because... It's instant. You forget that the windshield's yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one hit the hit the corner. This, it wasn't a full windshield impact. Look, if he made it, he's learned that lesson. He's not flying that one. And if he didn't, then he learned that Icarus, lesson. <laughs> you're flying too high. You're flying too close to the sun, Icarus. If he didn't, he didn't pass on those genes to future generations. Yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. You we saved Atlantis a few minutes ago. Atlantis came to return the favor to save them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thing almost impacts the shield. And the other John compliments our John on his shooting. Oh, yes, John, you sound so sexy. Oh, yes, I sound so <laughs> sexy. I mean, you sound so sexy, too. Eventually, we watch the 302s cleaning up the rest of the mess. Yeah. And so now they're going to go their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the other John has some serious questions. No, because the Daedalus was destroyed by the replicator a few years ago, mm-hmm. and and Arjun's like, uh, yeah, well, this, so this isn't our Daedalus. We're borrowing it. I gotta go. Which, oh, my mom's calling. I gotta go. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't think 
anyone knows what that means. Yeah. But the other John at least gives, we give him credit. He knows when to not ask any more questions. Sure. But one last thing our John says, he tells, he tells the other John that, you know, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yes, everyone on the ship can hear this as he continues that obviously the other John uh, is, is a man of great integrity and uh, a dedicated commander and a skilled pilot. Would this be considered like masturbating? I don't know. It's a lot of self-love happening. It's a lot of self-love. So here's, there's there's two routes that I see. Yes, it's just, it's a very Kirk move, okay? Sure. yeah. But also, here's my other thing. I'm thinking that John just doesn't hear this enough. Nobody tells him. You, if and you so, can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? else? So he's just making sure that this John hears that. Yeah, hey, man, you're great. You're doing awesomely. You're doing great. Yeah. And and clearly the other John isn't an idiot. He recognizes his own voice and, you know, was about to say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thankfully that's when the ship jumps out of this conversation. Yeah. I'm just going to subspace my way out of this conversation. <laughs> Yikes! It's it's a it's a solid it's a solid move. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. Uh, so they they actually arrive in the first world they jump to. One more in their home, so they all get up to go head back to the jumper. Yep. Although things can't be that easy, can they? Nope, never. On their way, they realize that there's one more drogue. Yay! Uh, McKay was standing right in front of the door when it opens and gets a shot in the shoulder. <laughs> and in case anyone missed it. Yeah. Ow. Ow. He hurt. I got shot. I really shot. I really, I have a splinter. It hurts so bad. Uh, I will give him credit. This probably hurt real yeah, bad. Yeah, no, it probably did. Ronan and John go charging after him. Um, I guess they clearly did not get all of them earlier. Yeah. Uh, or he just landed because they just had another firefight. It could be brand it's new. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot to take him out. But That's eventually right. he does go down. Not before releasing something that has a clicking countdown. Yay. He just experienced this where an entire building fell down on him. Yeah, this is going to feel great. Countdowns can't be good. Nope. So they both run. Ronan makes it out of the way, but John goes flying as the door closes behind Oof. him. So now there's a whole breach. The whole place is depressurizing, including the hangar bay where the jumper is. Yep. Guess that's not an option anymore. But their stop is coming and they have to get off this train. Uh-huh. One way or another. And McKay's like, I'm done problem solving. Mm-hmm. I, there is, I, uh, mm. He's tired. He's tired. His, his blood sugars are low. And because they broke orbit and they're jumping faster and faster, there won't be time for Atlanta to send anyone up to rescue them. Yep. Ronan's like, let's just blow up the drive. Yeah, that works. Which, yes, could work or could rip a hole in the space-time continuum, killing us and destroying the entire solar system. Ronan I may mean, think die that's or die acceptable. Later. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other option? Uh, they have to think of something better than that. So in Atlantis... Chuck reports they have another ship appearing on the screens, oh but it's too far out to get an IFF to confirm it's Daedalus. Mm-hmm. So Lauren gives John a call. No one answers. There is no hyperspace window. He knows it has to be them. 
Uh, so so he goes like, someone go tell Woolsey, I'm going and I'm taking Zelenka with me. Mm-hmm. So up in space, they get into radio range. Yep. Um, still no one answers. It's just interference and static. Oof. But the energy is spiking. And then flash. <sighs> uh, <laughs> the Douglas is gone. Which stresses Lord out. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be stressed out <laughs> because, too. Because, you know, his friend and commanding officer just yeah. disappeared for a second Who time. We learned earlier on that he's in love with. Secretly, absolutely yeah. in love I with. Will, we found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> but wait, Zelenka has four life signs. Just Yay. hanging out in space in front of them. <laughs> and yes, finally they can get John on radio now that the ship static is gone. They got themselves into spacesuits and jumped ship. Woo! It's hard to get a cab in this part of the neighborhood. And I'm more going, how the fuck did you fit Ronan's hair into, into a spacesuit? Space yeah, yeah. It took all three of them to <laughs> shove them into that thing. Regardless of the hair, it took all three of them to shove Ronan oh, into yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does. He, I don't see Ronan willingly going into a spacesuit. No. Because you can't shoot space. Maybe they put peanut butter on the inside of the helmet <laughs> like you do for a dog in the shower. Maybe. Maybe that works. I don't know. But, like, also, it's like, you know Ronan wasn't going to leave without his gun. Like... I can see the others leaving their P90s or something yeah. on the ship, but like Ronan's like, I need to find a place this, for the yeah, blaster because this he shit. just keistered it. Here's my other question. Here's my other important question. Dead Ronan. Dead duplicate Ronan. Was there a second blaster? Could they have taken? Could John have? Everyone's been wanting a new, their own yeah. blaster. I think our Ronan hit it. So he has a backup? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no one else can have So there's blush. two blasters hidden on him. He, yep. In the buttholes. Just keistered it. Yep. Where else are you going to put it? There's not a lot of room on that, that suit. One down your pant leg. <laughs> Keister one. <laughs> one down your pant leg, one up your pant leg. Hey. Hey. <laughs> So later, once everyone's best safe and back in Atlantis, yes. McKay's in the infirmary because that bum shoulder. Uh-huh. He's still working on, I'm guessing, the alternate alternate McKay's computer yep. that he 100% keeps. He so- also found a way to shove that into the space. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. He would have left his there. Uh-huh. Because, you know, that information's all back It's all in his brain. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so John is playing with his Nintendo, his infirmary only Nintendo. Yeah. I love the idea that he's like, I've got this level, so I'm just going to sit in the infirmary to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where I get to play this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like, because no one likes to go in there to get their shit treated, yeah. Miller's like, you only get to play this when you're in here. Like, she brought it. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the toy? You, like you the- only get to play it if you're in here. <laughs> you don't get to leave it. And I said, two days of bed rest, motherfucker. <laughs> Because they're all bad about bed rest. They're, they, they're all horrid. Everyone on that base is horrid. The only yeah. person who would listen to that is Woolsey. Yeah, she's she's it's she's got to do what she's got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just it's just instead of having like magazines in the waiting you know, room, like, it's just Nintendo. Yeah, or like a little kit, like the the treat box uh-huh. that the doctor had. Uh-huh. It's like, which one do you want? Yeah, yeah. Do you want the Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Do you want a blaster? <laughs> do you want an iPad, McKay? Yeah. This yeah, one's yeah, for yeah. you. This yeah. One's, yeah. Um, so yeah, wondering how many jumps the ship had left, McKay figures six tops and then it's dead. And although McKay's been studying this and there's some few, few flaws, 
for sure, the basic principles are sound. John's like, no. But, but what look, if? We saved the data with minor adjustments. This could be rough, but no. It's no fun. It's just, thankfully, that's when Taylor and, and Torn come in. And she's wondering how McKay's shoulder is. Yeah. He's like, it's real bad. It's yeah. just real bad. Yeah. Is it is it bad enough that you can't hold the baby? I won't hold baby. He goes, it's practically brand new. My shoulder is fine. Look, it's great. Give me the baby. John reminds him as he takes Torin not to drop him. <laughs> so mean. And McKay gets to hold the baby. Yay. And, and even though the baby is sleeping, mm-hmm. it doesn't know anything about what's going on right yeah. now, McKay is sure that he likes him. Oh, sure. Well, the fact that the baby stayed sleeping, True. I will give him credit, is a sign that the baby doesn't feel unsafe. True. That is a big step in the right direction. True. He's not like, this is the asshole who dropped me, mommy. <laughs> yeah. Taylor does think it suits him and that he's going to make an excellent father one day, which, whoa, whoa, whoa. which neither McKay or John are no, ready no, no. to hear whoa, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Taylor, no. I'm going to need you to slow that train. That's a no. Yeah. And John just gets up to leave because he's seen some scary shit and that scares him most of all. Yeah. <laughs> and 20 seconds of holding that baby is enough for McKay. Yeah. And, and, you know, his shoulder's still tired. And also, that's enough time for Taylor to let McKay hold her baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give her credit. It's hard, like, especially if you're a working mom like that. Yeah. And everything's constantly dangerous. And the fact that she gives up the baby at all. <laughs> she's like, this is mine. I made this. I made this. I hold it. It's, it's again, going back to otters, it's that otter meme of, like, yeah. here, I made this. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Oh my god. Taylor is utter. The end. Uh, you fade out. Yay, we did it. This was fun. Next up, Ghost in the Machine. Ah, yes. The anime episode. It is the anime. I knew it was happening. 100%. Yeah, they're going full anime. Full. Yeah, the illustrated episode. The the crew just did voiceovers. Listen, you know how, like, Angel had, like, a full Muppet episode? And, like, Community had a full claymation? Uh Yeah, 100%. It's the the anime episode. Done. The end. That's what this is about. I love it. Yes. I love these little standalones. Um, more like this, please. It okay. was a lot of fun. We'll see you guys next week with the Ghost in the Machine. No, you will not. No, you will not. <laughs> we will see you guys Kitty. next week with a tangent cast. We have a tangent cast next week. Surprise, surprise, because this is our first of our tangent yes. uh, non-record weekends. Yes. Tangent Tuesday. Tangent Tuesday I is made coming. that up right now. I love it. <laughs> you always knew that. And then after that, we'll see you guys in yes. two weeks Ghost with the Ghost in the Machine. Uh, we'll give you a preview for a tangent cast. We start discussing Vox Machina, or the legend of Vox Machina, the animated series. And guys, I would like you to take an over-under of how many episodes you think we get through. It would be fun. All right. You know where to find us on Twitter, where at Terra Podcast. On Facebook, where there's no place like Terra. Email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Terra. Rate us, like us, review us wherever you get your podcasts. Dorks. Dorks. Dorks are when you combine uh, 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 dachshunds and corgis and, and porks. And porks. And porks.